Uh, floor is yours. Hey, this is the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Post Daytona, first race of the year. What'd you think? Uh, um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I liked it, but they made, there was a couple drivers not complaining, but had some really good points and it's true. They only raced really 20 laps out of that whole race. Yeah. As far as jockeying for position and stuff. They and they're saving fuel. He says Daytona has never been a fuel saving race, and we were saving fuel the whole time. Why are we every race is why are we saving fuel? And that has become a fuel saving race, you know, anymore. Before it used to be a few because that's how it was, but like it's everything now because they've made these fuel cells everything the same, and they make these stage races that. So in. And it's true because when you they looked at the speed and the throttle, they they they're going like, uh, what sixty to seventy five percent full throttle besides the first guy in first, the leaders, the leader, the leaders. Yeah, so so it's like when's so they're not full throttle, so they're not giving you the full race, they're not giving you their full car, and the the only time we went full throttle was at the end of stages for whatever, and then at the end of the race where, you know, they have to go for the win, and that's when the wrecks happened. I get it. You're trying to survive, but also we shouldn't have Daytona be a, a come down to saving fuel of a race. I'm sorry. It shouldn't be. Now it's the product of these cars right now. I Easy fix. Make them a bigger tank. Let's say easy fix. Like, I don't understand why. I don't know. I got another easy fix. Take the goddamn stages away. Quit it. And then they won't. Because that's it's all yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah, based on strategies on the stages, yeah. It's based on strategy. All right, we got to run this amount, burn this amount of fuel, so we only have to pit one time in this stage. Yeah. And, and they're basically, they're doing the old school um, road course uh, strategy now in almost every race. They race backwards. They they see what they need, what they're, they're fine, they're... How many laps can you, they figure out how many laps you can get out of a fuel tank, uh, a full tank, and then they work backwards. So, and it's, they start at the end of the race, lap 200, and it's okay, we're getting 30 to 35 laps per tank, and they work it backwards, and that's, that's their strategy, and then they factor in the stages when they're doing that. Yep. And I agree, I I never had thought, I mean, I, I noticed during the race that they, um, Harvick and, and Boyer were commenting a lot on, on the throttle, you know, the, they kept showing the percentages and, you know, a lot of times they were running 50% and then, and then yeah, like if you you're said, in the pack, you're running, there's times I've seen people drivers out there running 30% throttle. Like that's not yeah. Daytona. Your Daytona ah. is full throttle, fast as you go, go, and it just wasn't it. Like I don't because they're trying to save fuel, and like that's well, not again, Daytona racing. Yeah, they're playing the stages, and that I think if you remove stage racing, they will go back because they figure, all right, now we got to run it from the front, which means we got you know thirty five laps of of fuel, and let's just go and we'll break it down to. 
you know, we know we're going to do five or six pit stops. They can and, leave the stages in for their points, but don't go yellow. You know what I'm saying? I got, just keep them stages, but as in say, hey, you want 65 laps to be the stage points? Just you're racing to that, and then whoever's first goes, but it stays green. It keeps going. So it's not an automatic yellow. Automatic pit stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I could get on board with that, but I hate stage racing. So well, I if they want to keep this, the well, they want to keep the stage points for stage racing because they want to use those points for the playoffs. So you can keep it, but just don't go yellow. Don't throw a caution for stages. Let them pit when they, whenever you know. Yeah, I, you just brought up something else I wanted to talk about. Um, but keep going. Uh, what else did you? Uh, everybody was kind of not everybody. There was a lot of people pissed off at Ross. Ah. Not me. Go for yeah, it, bud. It. Go for I, it. He's trying to cut the question. gap that many other drivers have, ah. and he just didn't get it. And if he would have, he would have ah. won. He had the momentum. He would have passed Byron. But it's just he just didn't couldn't cut the gap quick enough, and it's just that was it. Well, I got a real simple answer. What did he do wrong? He what did he do he that did nobody else wrong. has ever done? The only time Especially... there was one incident that was on somebody's fault was Brad's first crash when he, wherever that was, in the first 15 laps when he punted, wherever that was. Oh, bulldozer Brad. Yeah. He, uh... That was the only incident where he was shouldn't have been pushing and racing that hard. But other than that, every incident or crash in that race, I see no fault zone. That's just hard racing. Yeah, he he took out seven other people in that one. Yeah, that was the only time um, where he had it was at at fault of somebody. I would say. Yeah, and he was what had happened is he was pushing on the left side. Yeah, going into a corner. Yeah, uh, and he and of all people, he should know better than that. Yeah, uh, you can't push the left corner of those cars going into the corners. It's just you can't do it. Um. Yeah. Overall, I I enjoyed it. It you know. It was the first race of the year, so I was really jacked about it no matter what. Uh, my takeaways were, again, I, I hadn't put an emphasis on the uh, throttle percentage, but it's a good point. They couldn't pass. Uh, they could get the lines going. What I, I was I surprised say. about, because remember in like the first time, first year, well, we're in what, year three of this car? Yeah, this is the third year now. Yeah, okay. The first year or two, you couldn't do a third line in these cars on Daytona and Talladega. You couldn't make that third line because for some reason, the way that car pushed air off, you couldn't make that third line. What I was surprised watching this year, if they made that third line, it killed the, the first line, the low line. So everybody moved to the second and third line because the first didn't matter. So it was, yeah, it was, yeah, that the, was the, the only, was- yeah. Yeah, the low line was not the uh, strong line. I I agree with you there. I wonder if a lot of that has to do with the Toyota and Ford reconfiguration. I, it's it's a lot of the reconfiguration alone on the cars, but yes, but there's it, there's a lot more they've done to the car off season probably. But yeah, I agree. they didn't change the Chevys all that no. much. Chevys going to some other car. Yeah, I've seen rumors about going to Cadillac. Just call, just call it GM. Be done with it. Right. I remember the days when. Well, there there's rumors Chevy... about Honda too coming. Yeah. Well, that those have been flying around for a while. 
I don't know what they're going to race. Honda Accord. And I think a lot of what my main complaint, and then again, I'm not really complaining, was they, they just did a lot of riding around, not passing. Uh, it, But to me, it was still a good race. I... I really enjoyed it. Um, we had enough action, not call it a, a demolition derby, although that one wreck was amazing. Uh, that I, and, and you know, to have it on a Monday evening, afternoon, evening, that was kind of cool. First time ever that NASCAR has had to do a double header on the same day being a Monday at Daytona. Um, I I enjoyed it, but Willie B survived. He wasn't the fast. In my opinion, the fastest car on that racetrack was Kyle Busch. Oh yeah, he could go in and out, up and down, oh, front my and back. God, that boy, he he commanded. And then after almost losing that wheel, that was an amazing piece of driving yeah, too. Yeah, to get all the way two and a half miles. Once he and that that wheel never did have the lug on it. Never, it never did. Yeah. And he kept it on there. Um, I'm assuming by staying just right on the banking to to create enough pressure, mm-hmm. that was incredible. That he, I, I kept saying, "There's no way he's never gonna make it back. He's never gonna." Well, we make, went. They did. went to commercial. And I was on Twitter, and there, Bob Pockris and who other other one is, were tweeting about. There's a lot of smoke coming from Kyle Busch, and that's why I'm like, "Oh, that's why I tweeted you. He blew an engine." And then all of a sudden, no, they said it's a loose tire. It's a loose tire. So I'm like, oh, great. There goes Kyle. But luckily, yeah. it was he, he salvaged it, and he finished, what, 14th? No. I don't know where he Well, was. he got caught up in that last melee. Uh, he oh, finished. 8th, 12th. He finished 12th. Yeah. So, but that, that was, I don't care what anybody says. That, he was the fastest car when they had their foot in it on the track. There's no two ways about it. Well, I think it. after and, and the tire thing, he was pissed. So he was trying to prove a point. <laughs> Get back up there uh, and lead. Ross Chastain was racy all day. I I was like you. I jumped in on a few conversations on social media about it. I don't think he did anything wrong, just like we had already discussed. It just... He had a good shot of winning. I mean... Well, he he, he, made, was, he said in a, a post-race interview, he said, like, four years ago, three years ago, we were I had to make moves with, like, eight to ten laps to go. I've gotten better. I've gotten better equipment. I can now make a, a last lap race for the move for the win. I think that's a win. He's a guy. He, I, I've seen nothing wrong with it. I, I felt nothing wrong. Anybody would have done the same thing, they saw a gap like that. Yeah. With a push like that. I I don't disagree. Um, all right, that's kind of it overall. Uh, I liked Harvick in the booth. I really. Oh, speaking of which, one of my notes. Um, they were running this weekend on FS1 several times. They've got a new doc out uh, documentary. Uh, I am Kevin Harvick. I don't know if you caught that or not. Uh, the, the beginning of it, but I left. I didn't watch it. No, it it was really good. 
It was. It went through uh, all the way from him racing go-karts in California up to, you know, the when he got the call after Hart, or Earnhardt died. Um, I, I, if you get a chance to look, watch, I'm supposing it's probably up on YouTube now or somewhere, but, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. I, it was a really, really good, showed a lot of his personal life with his kids and, uh, Delaney, they had Delaney on there quite a bit. I, I used to. When uh, do you remember years ago when uh, Logano got out of the car at I think it was Michigan and said he didn't know who wore the fire suit in the family, yeah. <laughs> you know? And from that point forward, I was kind of in agreement with him. What a winch! Yeah, but she came off really good, you know. She she says, you know, I never told him to retire. It it was all his decision, what he wanted to do, when he wanted to do it, how he wanted to do it. Um. But she also said, "I'm I'm awful glad he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was time. Uh, and getting the Fox gig in the booth didn't hurt anything either. So, all right, you had told me early on in the race a Hendricks car is going to win. Oh, one more thing before we go through this. The other thing that really irritated me about the race is why were the Toyotas so fast during speed weeks? It was the same thing like uh, two years ago. Remember when Roush Roush was all good? And when Kozlowski won, they both won their duels? It's the same thing. I don't know. They were, I mean, when they were in a pack during the duels, they, I mean, you had... uh, uh, Bell, Hamlin... No, yeah, Bell and uh, Reddick yeah. each won their duels. Yeah. And they were, I, I don't know. It, in fact, for the Fantasy League, which we'll get to happily in a little bit, <laughs> I don't get to do this often. <laughs> um, I, I made a whole Toyota lineup just based off of what I saw through the week. When they were in the pack, it didn't. I mean, it was amazing. And the, I think in dual one, the, the out of the top ten, eight of them were Toyotas. It's now granted that last big melee took a bunch of them out, um, but they, I, I couldn't understand it. Uh, they just they didn't seem to have the speed maybe it was not the ability to work together uh i mean a chevy wins stage 1 a ford wins stage 2 being uh, blaney of uh, elliot won stage 1 and of course you know elliot got caught up in that big crash and uh byron won bowman was second but it was interesting. You had said early on in the race, a Hendricks car is going to win. And I'm well, like, you texted you me. You said Toyota's going. No, it's going to be a Hendricks car. And the- I firmly believed that a Toyota was going to win. I really did. And the only reason I really said that is, is <laughs> I think they had not more skin, but more to celebrate if they won because it was Hendricks' 40th anniversary of getting in the NASCAR. And that's why I said that. <laughs> yeah. 
And wasn't it their ninth? How many ninth wins? It's their ninth tying the most all time. Yeah. They're tied for the most all time with nine wins, I think it was. At Daytona. At, at the 500. 500. Yeah. So next year, uh, I they had the best Senior, chance to beat it. I think Dale Sr. won the summer race nine times by himself. <laughs> he he kept killing it at the 400. All right. So anyway, like we said, Byron was one. Bowman was two. Bell, um, the top finishing Toyota, helped me out a ton. Uh, was three. LaJoy was four. Bubba, who is always good, and I actually had him in my lineup. He helped me out. He was fifth. AJ Allmendinger, he went a lap down and came back. Yeah, it's Daytona. It's not hard to do that. It's not hard, but uh, Nemechek was seventh, which that was great seeing that for uh, Legend. And and also, uh, Jones was eighth. So I. It's Daytona. Anybody legacy, can finish here. Well, Legacy had really two top tens. You yeah. know, Jimmy don't count, and I was kind of rooting for him, but um, they had both their cars literally in the top ten. Now that they're Toyota, uh, Gregson was ninth. Briscoe was on tenth. Uh, Larson eleventh. Kyle Busch, who, like I said, I still say he was the fastest car on the track, was twelfth. 13th was Zane Smith. Not bad debut for him. Uh, 14th was Elliott. Truex was 15th. Just hit the high notes here. Uh, Ty Gibbs, 17th. Busher, 18th. Hamlin, crybaby Hamlin was 19th. Then you had the first of the people that were wrecking. You had Chastain in 21st. And I'm just going high. People of note here. Of course, Jimmy Johnson in 28th, he got taken out early. Reddick, same thing. Blaney in 30th. Uh, Logano in 32nd. Keselowski, 33rd. McDowell, your outside pole sitter. He had engine problems. I think he was running on like seven cylinders or something. He said he had no power. Uh, he was 36, 12, 24 laps down. Austin Dillon, please, Grandpa, get him out of that goddamn car. Get him out of that. You need to find somebody else to carry the colors on on the three. Make a third team, give it to Austin, but put somebody that knows what they're doing in the three car. Um, he finishes thirty seventh. So that's kind of a a recap. Just some fun facts. Our uh, the race ran three hours and ten minutes, but that was with a fifteen minute red flag. Red flag, yeah, fifteen minutes and twenty seven second red flag on that big melee. There were forty one lead changes, which in the old days that would be about normal. But with this new car over the last two years, they haven't had that many lead changes. And I thought that was kind of cool. It looks like everybody took a turn. Um, Let's see. Failed to qualify. The only ones were uh, BJ McLeod and JJ Yaley. So that kind of covers that. Uh, Let me see here. There were 20 leaders for, I should clarify that, there were 20 different leaders for 41 times. 
there was uh, five cautions for 20 laps. You had the first melee that, and it's funny because uh, Logano's not even listed in this because he, he you know, hit and run. Uh, there was two, four, six, seven cars involved in that one. And then, of course, you had the two stage conclusions. And then you had the big one at lap 193. That was your red flag. Uh, there was 18 people involved in that one. And then they, they say it was a caution, but it was on the white flag lap, and that's when Chastain and Cindric got together. So, uh, like I said, I... I enjoyed the truck race who Nick Sanchez won that one and Austin Hill won the uh, Xfinity race. And that was kind of cool. And I think uh, what's his face? Google eyes that came from uh, Joe Gibbs was second place. He's racing. uh, I can't, I can see his face got those big old black rimmed glasses but Sheldon Creed. anyway huh? Creed yeah I think he was second oh yes Sheldon Creed okay so that was kind of good he racing for Joe Gibbs now and the only other well, he just r- left the team who he said didn't have the equipment was holding him back he left Richard Childress racing, and they won. won. And so, they won. Yeah, so make that's null and void. Well, he said, "Well, I the equipment was pulling me back." Well, I mean, he just won. If you notice during the race, Andy Petrie, he didn't have anything really negative to say about Creed, but he wasn't singing his praises like, "Man, I'm so sad we lost him," or whatever. Um, but whatever. And the other notable is after the race, and I don't know because we're not, we don't do too much on the Xfinity where he finished, but uh, David Starr was DQ'd after the race uh, for track bar height. So that's that. Um, the duels, they had a great uh, ratings. They were up like 150,000, 1. 1.6 mil, which is good because I I was whining about when they broadcast it, but they seem to know what they're doing there. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, it, another little fun fact. I don't know how much it means in the scheme of things, but he's the only exist, the only. Hall of Famer that's in the Hall of Fame to ever race the Daytona 500. I was like, well, okay. Uh, We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that and that. Um, Did you see the big crash on, I think it was Sunday, the Jack... Jet dryers got into an accident on track. That was Monday morning. I was about to send that, but I'm like, hey, everybody knows it about by now. But yeah. Um, of course, the insinuation is with Montoya driving one of them. <laughs> but I thought that was hilarious. They crashed. How do you do that? 
unless one of them was going so slow it lost traction and slipped down the track but it looked like the the bottom truck was turned up like he ran into the track the i was gonna send you a picture of it and see what happened like is juan pablo racing or he didn't drive those trucks yep you know another thing that kind of uh interested me and i've seen some comments where they used to do this but they and i don't in my recollection remember ever when they were paying points for the duels i don't remember that somebody said they they used to do it i'm like i don't know when because i've been watching the duels for the better part of 40 years and i don't remember watching or seeing where it was always for, you know, dual one was for the first row lineup and dual two was always for the second row lineup after the uh, pole sitter and outside front row was decided. I don't ever remember them paying points. Yeah, I don't remember. So I was, and I go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I saw something and I saw it twice. And I don't know if it's fake or not, but they're talking about changing the name of the trophy from the Earl J. Harley to uh, Dale Earnhardt. Have you seen or heard anything about that? I I haven't. I'm like, and of course it's on social media, so you always got to scrutinize. Yeah. Uh, but they're saying for uh, 2025, and I'm like, I I think that would be a Big, big, big deal, you know. Well, if you're going to do that, you better do, like, I don't know. You can't do it. No, because that trophy is always iconic. You can't get rid of that trophy. Rename it, it doesn't mean anything. Exactly. I don't think it's true, but I I just thought I'd toss it out there. Or maybe do, like, what the end of the Super Bowl does. Like, there's a winner, but then there's an MVP type thing. But, like, you can't say the winner's not an MVP. But you can see, like, you now you can say, oh, Kyle Busch, MVP. You know, he was at the best car type thing. And that go, that could be the Dale Earnhardt MVP car, you know. Well, I think his move to not lose that wheel was an MVP yeah. move. That was just an – yeah. I was amazed. But uh... – I haven't seen a penalties report. The only thing I saw was Willie B past post-race inspection and was certified as the winner. So as we were talking earlier, the first thing is I was looking up NASCAR news and one of the first thing it came up as reads, NASCAR is looking into slow pace of Daytona 500. They should. Uh, the slow pace uh, early in Daytona 500 did not go unnoticed by NASCAR, and the circumstances leading, leading to that will be reviewed. In the NASCAR's first stage, the field slowed its pace down dramatically when it's going into fuel-saving mode. Typically, full-speed laps around Daytona is between 46 and 47 seconds. Uh, when they slowed down, they were into the over 50 seconds, so they slowed down probably five seconds. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And here's what he said when I, I was laughing. Well, in my head, I was laughing because you were talking. It, it's, it's, it, they go said it. It's something we're looking into. Ultimately, we want, we want to drop the green flag on the race, and they're racing as hard as they can until we drop the checkered flag. I'm like, that's not true. If that's true, you wouldn't be putting limits on all this other shit. Uh, there's some strategy in between there. We, def- 
we'll definitely take a much deeper dive at this particular situation and the strategy that goes into it. <laughs> I wonder if it's like a silent, nobody's speaking about it protest from drivers about the car and the stages and all that. Do you remember? It was Talladega when they used, when they had that stupid ass wing and they just rode around in single file all day long. Well, they, well by- they just know if they turned around, they'd fly. That would, yeah. wing would make them, so they didn't want to risk it. Yep. Tony Stewart led the charge on that when it was kind of a silent whisper campaign. And it wasn't very long after that they came up with a new idea. Uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, I don't want to belabor the point, but I... The more I'm thinking about it as we're talking, the more if they noticed it, you noticed it, I kind of noticed it. They've just they've overregulated, overruled these cars so much. And it's just it's got to stop. You know, it's well, it's, everything's got to be fair and even playing field. No, it doesn't. That's what NASCAR was all about. Who could put the best piece together and make it go fastest, uh, faster than anybody else, and then let the other guys figure it out? You know, it's I just this everybody's got to have the same piece, and you got to have a charter so you're guaranteed. No, I want anybody that wants to put a has enough money to put a car together, whether they got sponsorship or not, if they can put something on the track that goes faster than William Byron, they ought to be able to do it. I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why NASCAR has done this to themselves. But they have, so. Yeah, they need to take a step back for how they do that. Like, a fresh start off the off the year, like that's your time to do it. Not mid season, not after Daytona, but like they still have chances to do it. But like they need to step back. They need to just trash this car and go back to real cars. Take that belly pan off. Let the mechanics and the engineers build the motors. And they why do they have? I mean, literally. The only difference now is the emblem on the front. I mean, obviously the 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 configuration of the body style, but that's always been. I can remember years and years ago where Jack Roush was whining when they were driving Thunderbirds. That I think at the time Chevy had Monte Carlo and um they had two entries in there. Dodge had two entries in there. Well, there was Pontiac and. Yeah, that was it. But they were whining, and at the time, the powers that be, and this is when Bill France was still around. Uh, it's like, okay, you don't like it, figure it out. Don't whine about it. It's unfair and you're, it's uneven. You're the one that chose to go with the Ford sponsorship, so you don't like it, do something about it. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. It's. I get the whole bigger teams got more money, can do more things kind of attitude. But 
there's a lot of very smart guys that just don't get noticed and they don't get recognized and, and they can do some things. Like I said, if Honda wants to bring in a car and thinks they can be competitive, Honda has, rather... has the motors to do it because a lot of the F1 cars are Honda. The, the motor that oh, they got the they yeah. got the technology. Yeah, but what car are you going to put it in? I don't know. Yeah, but bring what you run. You know, as whatever, put it in there. If it's not competitive, invent something. I I just don't like that everything you. One vendor, I mean, you got one vendor for the louvers. So that means they're going in Fords, Toyotas, and Chevys. There's no difference. Well, then you get into the whole discussion about why are them louvers there. Well, that's because they got the belly pan on the damn thing, so air can't go out. They had, uh, this year, did you know they put a, a little slit? in the windshield so air could go through instead of having to all get forced underneath they had that last year oh i thought it was this year they put it was to help with cooling of the car too because it's getting really hot yeah yeah but no that was that that little box this is the the top of the windshield it looks like a little rectangle on top of the windshield okay yeah that was i thought they did that this year yeah but and they say those cars are so stiff, but we need to quit complaining and move <laughs> on. Um, I don't think it's ever going to come back until people's still way it was and or should be until some people do some things or upper management gets replaced as they should. So, one more little tidbit, and we'll work on to Atlanta. Uh, I don't, for those of you that hopefully are listening to us for the first time in a long time, I actually beat my son in fantasy league racing. He texted me after the race, well, you won, savor it. And I'm like, yeah, I will, because it don't happen that often. If it wasn't for, uh, not, wasn't for Brad getting taken out, I'd probably have been all right. I went with all Toyotas. Every single one of my, I had Bell and I don't even know who uh, I had, but Wallace. I did have Wallace, Denny, Martin, and who was the other one? One Jimmy. Uh, anyway, I, was, I went with all. In fact, I started out with Bubba in the yeah. If, if Brad didn't get taken out, I'd have been a lot better off. So and and we got a third guy in there, Desert driver or yeah, somebody desert, like yeah desert driver i don't know who that is but he joined thank you yeah tell your friends get more in. i don't know if that's from listening watching or social media pages but that one's in hopefully he's having a good time he picked some really bad drivers just, <laughs> yeah yeah if you're listening to this let us know who you are he picked all all Toyota besides one. Did he? Hamlin. No, that's not true. He had Hamlin, Cindric, which is actually was a good choice until he got taken out. Then Bell, then Reddick, and then McDowell, and then he had Harrison in the garage. Ah, uh, I should have. Well, at the time, Harrison probably wasn't a good choice. Well, he still finished 36, so he crashed out. Yeah. 
Harrison McDowell. He had all of them. <laughs> not, not a good week. But Daytona is always a throw, throw away. Uh, yeah. Who, who in the hell, if you were trying to pick the perfect five for $10,000, which is that would, uh, on NASCAR for Daytona only, if you, if you're the number one person, uh, oh, and I got smoked on the head to heads too. I think I only got one of them right. But who would have put, you know, Almondinger, Nemechek, Jones, Gregson, Brisco, ah, Briscoe might have been a good choice. Okay, so there was a lot of people who tied for first with 238 points. And in my other league with my random one I make, I, I can look to see what that is. And I can tell you who they picked. For 238 points, they picked Byron Elliott, Bowman, Larson. So they did all the Hendrick and then Kyle Busch. That was their That's lineup. Bad. And and another reason I stayed away from Hendricks was for future picks. Uh, again, you got to manage this league a little bit. But all right, Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Uh, I'm just gonna do. Uh, as I always do, the top 10 average finish for the last 10 years, or 10 races, uh, so that would be five years. Uh, your top guys are Truex, Keselowski, and Kyle Busch with seven top 10s. Of them, Keselowski is your man with two wins. After that, you got Elliott and Blaney with six top 10s. Each of them have a win. Um, Logano and Harvick, which doesn't matter anymore, has five top tens in a win. Mind uh, you, this is a different Atlanta, too, because it's the super speedway Atlanta. Yeah. Well, it's been like that for, what, three years now? Three or four? I think it's been two. All right. I think. I could be wrong. Uh, nine and ten are uh, Suarez and Hamlin with four each, no wins. Uh, and I'll go to 12 because Kurt Busch was in that top thing. I don't know why they don't get him out of active driver status. But Bowman and Larson, each with uh, three top tens. And if I filter it over to wins, come on now, keep up with me. You got Keselowski and Byron with two, Blaney, Elliott, and Logano with one. So of active drivers, you've only got six with wins at uh, Atlanta in the last five years. So that's your fantasy league highlights or people you should look at. And it's 400 miles. Um, I think this week Kyle Bush gets in a truck at Atlanta. Yeah, there's for for rumblings. Spire. I've heard there's I'd rumblings. S- well, it's be the first so time I've... he has to race his own truck in fifteen years. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. So, who's your prediction for Atlanta? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, mm. 
Dark Horse first and winner. Dark Horse first. Oh, I have to bring up the standings because they got to be under 25th in points. Yeah. This actually might be easy because <laughs> of uh, people crashing out of the tunnel. All right. Um, Dark Horse? Joey Logano. Yeah. <laughs> He's 30th in points. <laughs> 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 All right, you're taking Logano, 22. Uh, I'm taking Keselowski in six. I'm telling you, he's going to get a win this year. And to win, I'll say, I'm going to say Elliot. He's going to come out hot. Ah. Can I do Kessel? Yeah, I can. You can, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm going with, with Keselowski as the winner as well. You're going to go Dark Horse and him for both? Yeah, I can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can, I can win both of these things right out the bat. We can lose both real quick. I can. <laughs> he was strong, and he's hungry. He, what was the stat? It's been like 90-some races since he's won a race. He hasn't been racing. He hasn't won a race. For RFK, yeah. This is his third year in it? Mm-hmm. That's been a while. And he wasn't winning much at Penske when he left. I'm sure you're looking that up. Uh, Last win, 2021 at Talladega. So, yeah, it's probably been 70, 80 races anyway. All right. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, I don't have anything else. I haven't seen any news blurbs come up. I haven't seen any penalties assessed. Uh, body guys are busy this week, that's for sure. Oh, those cars, they split it in three anyway, so just cut off the front, cut off the back, keep what's, keep what's still salvageable. Yep. So... Um, with that, unless you got anything else, I'll do our end of the thing spiel. Where are we at now? Are we just on YouTube? No, we're everywhere. The Spotify stuff doesn't it last for at least another six months. All right. Well, then you tell them where are we at. Uh, anywhere you can get a podcast. Essentially, YouTube does it is a new doing a new thing. I don't know if that's helping or not. Because when I upload a podcast. It, it was just it was just a video, like a normal video, but it asked me if this is a podcast, and I say yes. So I think it puts on YouTube podcasts. I don't know. Puts it its own YouTube audio or you podcast playlist. So it goes in two different playlists when I upload to YouTube. But oh, I also, that's cool. Yeah, I that just recently happened. Um, so I actually hasn't researched it, but I noticed no, it asked me if it's a podcast, and it puts in its own. Uh, thing so I don't know if they have, have their own podcast audio section on YouTube, but that's one of them. But any any audio podcast uh, platform there is, it's uh, what the Spotify is the main one everybody uses, and there's iHeartRadio. I have it on Amazon. Any one of them uh, that are um, 
Uh, I can try to look at the website. Logs me in. The ones I have a link. While you're doing that, uh, join us on our, our fantasy league. It's Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Let them race. Uh, do what Desert Driver did and get in there with us, and we'll talk about you. Um, we've got our own Facebook page, which isn't very active because people aren't there. And then we've also got uh, True NASCAR fans. Uh, that's starting to get a little bit of traction, too. So yeah, um, I'm just trying to think of the ones off the top of my head. There's Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, iHeart, maybe one or two other ones, but any audio platform available that that's most podcasts were on. So okay, they're there. I got to do search. All righty. So with that, I think I've had enough. All right. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week after Atlanta.